groovy little horn toad listeners. Let's go jump on to the fourth segment for season five, episode 20, with the theme of nonprofit upgrade. This one is contracts and grants. This segment explores what other possibilities can be available for this nonprofit to take advantage of as becoming an established name brand will will require a lot of discipline and professionalism. And I already covered professionalism, so I'll just say uh, discipline. And, you know, there was um, that restroom um, remodeling project that um, Karen Bedoni and her husband were talking about. And that one, that money could come from the infrastructure that Joe Biden infrastructure bill or whatever the hell it was. And, and at this, um, at today's meeting, I was, um, you know, when I was told, you know, to do a report on behalf of the nonprofit while the net Clagato veteran organization was still underway, I brought that up real quick. And I said, you know, there, there's a possibility that we could get that grant money for, um, the, the nonprofit and, you know, we can start working on housing, uh, not housing, but, um, restrooms, I said, and then it'd be contracted out to a plumber. And then all they got to do is just keep that going. And they got money right there. And I said, but that's still, you know, that's, that's a real big, um, task right there. And I said, um, I'm just saying it's possible we could do it. That's the possibility of having this nonprofit, but to actually get it done, we're going to need a lot more work. And I guess I meant to say teamwork, but I said work. And then, um, what I meant by that was, uh, we're going to have to get like a CPA and a better, uh, bookkeeper. And, um, and for myself, you know, I can only keep track of money so much if, especially if I don't have, if I, you know, I never dealt with a million dollars before. So, you know, it's like, how would I be able to do it? You know? And it, it, somebody might say, well, don't be overwhelmed by the money, but just make sure you do the process right. You know? So that's where, um, I'm trying to keep an open mind on something like that. And then, um, you know, for the fact that the restrooms they're talking about, some of these are so outdated that there's black mold growing underneath the floorboards of the restrooms of these veterans homes. And when that happens, you know, that black mold, you breathe it in, it, you know, sticks to your lung and it starts, uh, causing health problems, breathing issues, and you could probably pretty much die from it. But, um, and then there's like old pipes. Uh, some of them are like steel pipes that were outdated now or iron pipes where they're just kind of like falling apart or rotting and oxidizing and whatnot. And then I don't know, some of them might have plastic pipes, however it works, you know, that's where, those need to get repaired. And then plus old toilet bowls, old sinks and old, um, showers, maybe even possibly bathtubs, you know, get rid of those so people can have walk-in showers anyways. So that's where, um, all that came into, um, that, that thought, that planning of doing, um, this with the, the, um, grant money, you know, for the infrastructure bill. And, you know, I brought that up and I let them know. Then also, I just let them know about the uh, film um, and not so much fundraising, but the fact that I went to uh, that American Primeval set and I didn't say I was on there. I didn't want to really gloat like that. So I just told them, I said, when I went over there, gave a request letter that this director could come out and uh, talk on behalf of 
filmmakers and let veterans know that they can document their, their lives in the military and their hardships and their struggles and stuff like that. And I said, it's just something different. That's all it is. You know, if we could do something like that, then I want to make sure that we do at least a movie or documentary, but it's just an idea. I said, try something different. And then also, um, excuse me, like I said, in the introduction, sorry, excuse me. Like I said, in the introduction about the guy coming out, he's like one of the, from one of the Apaches tribes and, um, he could talk about, um, heritage and culture and what, how he represents himself on film and stuff like that. So I, I already explained that to them. Well, I didn't really go in depth, but I just made it as quick as possible, but, uh, distinct to the point, And then, um, and then I stepped out of there, but I was kind of hoping somebody would come up to me later and say, you know, how is this going to work? How are you thinking? You know, I know someone that I have a family member or I have a grandchild that, you know, interested in that and they want to do this and that. And, you know, that is something, something (laughs) that is something that I think, um, would be beneficial towards the veterans and all these other, uh, filmmakers that are trying to, you know, tell their story and stuff like that. So there was a, you know, I talked about the film and then there was also, um, the, the thought, uh, it wasn't a thought, but I did hear our veteran, um, secretary talking about how things weren't going right with the Navajo nation. So I'm saying the Navajo nation's falling apart now, regardless if it's Boone Nigren or whatever, um, it's falling apart. And right there, there's, um, there at the, uh, Navajo housing authority, the NHA, there was a walkout. So all these employees, they left, I don't know whether it's because of the conditions or whether it's, um, they're not getting paid enough or whatever reason they did a walkout. And, and that's where that whole leadership thing comes in, comes into play because there's no leadership, you know, at Navajo is pretty much terrible at leadership. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but well, I'll, I'll say modern day Navajos are terrible at leadership and the old school, you know, Navajos, they were pretty much, they were on point. They knew what to do and how to get out of situations and shit like that. And so then, um, what that NHA, you know, what, what comes to my mind when I hear about them walking out is an opportunity, an opportunity for the now established Navajo veterans network to, to take the contracts from those guys. And, you know, we could be the ones to, you know, push it out faster only because we don't have to, um, go through the tribal council and the council chamber, and then jumping back and forth between the executive legislative and judicial branches, and then going back and saying, oh, well, you know, you need to clear, clear your language right here. We don't understand what this word means and send it back, submit it, wait till the next meeting, bring, you know, all that shit, you know, it's just, it's just a lot of uh, pointless work. But, um, if we were to do it, uh, Navajo veterans network, um, I think that we would definitely be kicking some ass on that part because, um, um, we would have our representatives, we'd have everybody slowly getting involved and realizing just how much faster and easier and more efficient the nonprofit will be. But with that comes, you know, great power, comes great responsibility. So the native ravager can't really be holding all, 
onto all this money and trying to really, you know, separate it and stuff like that without the proper guidance and help of a certified public accountant, a CPA. So that's still something we're looking into. And as an organization, we're still looking into that. And then um, pretty much what the president said, the vice president said, um, was that there are a lot of people that want to give money out, but they, they, um, they're just giving it to these other organizations that are not really doing much. And they were saying if they give it to Navajo Veterans Network, and then, you know, we could definitely show the progress and let them know how their money is being spent. And, you know, it's a tax write-off and we get a lot of things done at the same time. Uh, mostly with the houses, I'm not looking at rebuilding houses. I'm more, or building houses. I'm more or less looking at, um, weatherization of homes and, and if um, somebody says, well, why don't you uh, work on houses? Then I'm going to say, well, help me get the grant for it. Then look it up for me because there's only so much I can do in a day, you know. And the longer I postpone things, then the worse it gets. Like right now, you know, uh, the uh, the podcast, I'm trying to rush these last few episodes in. and then, But once it gets done, it'll get done and everything will be hunky-dory as I've once heard it being called. And, um, and so anyways, yeah. And then, so the contracts, I would say that would be going after the Navajo nation when all these walkouts are happening, people don't have no trust and take that away. And then if they get all pissed and say, well, you guys, your nonprofit is NVN is taking away our, our money and our resource and our means to live. And I'm like, well, you guys can't decide on anything. So yeah, we're going to take it from you you know, pretty cut and dry. It's, it's business, man. You know, it's nothing personal. It's just, we got to get things done. And then also, um, on that note, um, the, um, the grant money, um, once that comes in and people understand how much money is involved, then they're going to start coming over and saying, well, you know, you guys got a nonprofit and you guys got all this money and we heard about it and we want our cut. And it's like, well, what have you done lately to deserve it? So that's where, um, all that would definitely be, um, looking into the future as far as a CPA, but anyways, oops, I passed my 10 minute mark. All right. So other than that, um, let's go ahead and jump on to the last segment of the night. This one will be res trailblazing and last one of the night. So here we go. (laughs) 